0: Hey friends, one second, do I (laughs) I need a cough? (coughs) Alright, what do you want me to tell you? I'm almost better, you know, not totally. Yeah, I've blown my nose so much over the past week that uh, my nose is sore. Anyways, yeah, what do you want me to tell you? Still got like a little, (coughs) yeah, you see, little tiny cough. What do you want me to tell you? Alright friends, um... How's everybody doing? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Gimel, Daf Three of Masechta Moed Friends, how's Moed Katan going so far? It's going good, right? Yeah, it's good. We got to use our brains a little bit. It's nice, Um we're going to continue talking about Shemitah uh, uh, today, um, because of course it came up in our, in our Mishnah that we said that you're allowed to um, provide water to a base hashlochin, to a water that re- to a field that requires irrigation. On so we're going to continue with that discussion and then some other halachas about shmita, friends. Let us jump in uh, and begin on the beis two lines from the bottom. You can even say it's the rabbis. What does that mean? Because we had asked the kasha, we had said we had asked the question that well, our mishnah says that um, you're allowed to provide water to a beis ashlochin to a field that requires irrigation on Cholamoid, but also on Shemitah. And the question is, why? Why are you allowed to water a field on Shemitah? So Abai wanted to say, well, because our Mishnah is like the opinion of is the opinion of Rebbe, that Shemitah nowadays is only Midir abonon. And because it's Midr-Abonon, so you know if, if your field is going to get ruined because it requires irrigation, if you don't irrigate, it's going to get ruined. So 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 they said that that would be you'd be allowed to irrigate a based ashlochin on Shemitah. Now, Rava says that it could even be the opinion of the rabbis, which is that Shemitah nowadays is takimidoraiset. Rava Omar filutem rabbonon. You can even say. That our mission is in accordance with the rabbis. Well, then, how come you're allowed to be watering a field on shmi- on on Shemitah, if Shmita is manazes midoraisa? So, avos asur toladus lo asur You can make the argument that the Torah says that the avos, right, when it comes to you know Shabbos, we learn the Shabbos, there are avos melachos and tolados sort of the, the, um, the father, the, the, the parent categories and the child categories. And we want to say that on, um Shemitah, only the avos are osir, the tolados are not, and therefore, watering, I guess, would just be a tolada, uh, watering seeds would just be a tolada, a child melacha, and that would be allowed on Shemitah. Alright. Tihsiv's the Posik says, Vashana Ashvi is on the seventh year, Shabus Shabosun Yela will be a year of rest for the land. Sodcholosiza vem vegomer. Right? So the Posluk says, Sodchalosizwa Vichim Khal do not seed your field, do not prune your vineyard. And then continues the Posik, Asviach Kitsircholo Sikzor, Vesin Venizhlo Sivtsor, do not harvest the aftergrowths of your field or 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 the or 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 your grapes so we're mentioning over here seeding pruning harvesting and harvesting grapes so mekhde let's see zmira pruning is kind of included in zore in seeding because why do you prune you prune you by you remove the bad branches so that the good branches are going to grow stark, are going to grow better, which is like zria, which is why you plant something so that it can grow. and bitsira, which is harvesting grapes, is basically included in Kitzira in harvesting. right She said harvesting is by uh, grain, and bitsira is byikota uh, is by grain, and Bozer is by uh, grapes. Smaursa Kosvinu Ramanu. Well, if, ehm, um, um, is included in Zariah, and, and, ehm, um, and, and um, I'm sorry, if Zmirah is included in Zariah, and Bitsira is included in Kitsirah, so then how come they are specifically listed in the Torah? Lemeimah, it's to say to you, Dehani Tolados Mikhaev Achvanyosa Lo Mikhaev. Because what the what the what the Torah is saying by going out of its way to mention bitzira and to mention is uh, zemira to teach us that specifically by botzer and specifically by zomer that um, by pruning and by harvesting grapes those are Tolados those are child malachas that you are chayev for but not any other child malachas and therefore watering. A um, base which is a child melachat, so um, that would be permitted. Okay, that's what Rav wants to argue. In fact, the but one second, is that really true that these child melachas you, uh, you know, you're know, you exempt from? Now we're going to mention a whole bunch of child melachas. We'll see if I can remember how to translate them. lo sizra Sizma, okay, of course the pas says. Do not seed your uh, field and do not um, prune your vineyard. In the all I know is seeding and pruning. the the How do I know that um, we saw yesterday, weeding with and softening ground around like grapes? I think, Vile and mowing lawn. All right. How do I know that those things are also not allowed on? ehm, um, em um, eh, uh, shviis, an shmita. sodcha lo, kaimucha lo. Says in the Passoch, sodcha lo, sizmar, right, chaimucha, what was it, sodcha lo, sizma, chaimucha lo, so sodcha lo, right, not your field, kaimucha not your vineyard, lo ko malacha none of the malachas that you do in your field, velo ko malacha shib and none of the malachas that you do in your vineyard. So therefore, not how do we know that we're not Makarsiman? Who can tell me what Makarsiman is? That's um it's basically pruning but um for trees. Alright. That sounds fun. Pruning for trees. Alright. What's um Ah, that you re- that you remove branches, not just the bad branches, but even some of the good branches, because they're just too many. Vein that's to support a, a tree that's shtikol l'shvach. Ba'ilon. Okay, with a tree. Tamlom am lo lo Therefore the Apostolic says, uh, not your field, not your vineyard. Lo kol None of the malachas that you do in your field. And none of the m'lochas um, that you do in your vineyard. Okay, so none of these things. Menayin she'en m'zablin. How do we know that we don't um, um Fertilize? 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 I think that's the word. Fertilize. Fertilize. When you put fertilizer on the field, right? All right. What me I tell you? Vein mefarkin and we don't remove stones. Vein ma'avkin and we don't. Um, what was ma'avkin again? Ma'avkin sheshoshav near and also That if the roots are visible, then you cover it with dirt. Vein ma'ashnin ba'ilon and you don't um, like um, I don't know burn some kind of a fire so that the smoke would. Uh, kill bugs or whatever So once again The pasuk says right? Not your field Not your vineyard None of the field in your field None of the field in your vineyard Alright fine Is it possible that You shouldn't Like uh, soften The uh, uh, Ground under Olives um, And you shouldn't um, under um, um, grape vines, And you shouldn't fill up You know if there are cracks uh, I guess in the tree Or somewhere else You shouldn't fill it up with water You shouldn't make like um, I don't know like uh, These like water receptacles Underneath the um, um, uh, Grapes um, Therefore the apostle says Do not seed your fields so Zuria initially, Zorea was initially included in like, uh, you know, it just, it just don't work, don't do any malachos of the field. Vilama so, saw How come we have to, how come Sizra, right? Um, how come Zuria was singled out even though it just said, right? Shabbos, Shabbos, you know, it should be a year of rest. How come we have to mention seeding? Lahakish, eleah, to compare it to seeding. Just like seeding is a, uh, a, an avoda, it's a melacha, that you do both in a field and in a vineyard. So therefore, the things that you have to refrain from doing on Shemitah are things that apply both to a, a field and a vineyard. Um, and as opposed to these other things that, um, you know, are specific to uh, olives or to grapes, things like that. Right? In order for it to be a problem, it has to be things that are relevant both in fields and in vineyards. Okay, friends, what was the point of that? The point of that was that we see that there are all sorts of toladdus that we have to refrain from doing on Shemitah. So how could Rava be making the argument that the only thing that that's that's not allowed on shmita is the avos, but the tolados are allowed. Here we have a brisa listing a whole bunch of tolados that were saying you're not allowed to do on Shemitah. And because yeah, that's Midar abanan. Midar abanan, we don't do all of these tolados. That pasuk that we the, right, the pasuk of you know sod chalo karm chalo. The drasha it's just an asmachta, right? The rabbis are, are basing their 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 rabbinic uh, decree on psukim, but it's not actually Midar oraisa are you allowed to really um, soften the ground under trees on uh, on uh, uh, by, 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 by olives on Shmita? because we had just said a few lines earlier, <inaudible> is it possible that you can't that you cannot soften the ground under the olives? And we said, ultimately we said, no, you're allowed to soften the ground under the olives. But v'kiskus v'ashvias mishari, are you really allowed to soften the ground under olives? V'yaksiv, but the pasuk says V'ashviyas tishmetano nita'ashta. That on shemitah you gotta let the uh, land rest and you abandon it tishmetano mi the kashkesh, You let it rest from uh, softening the ground under olive trees nita'ashta, and you have to abandon it me the sakel from uh, like removing stones and stuff. Amr ravukva by says ravukva by look there's two different types of softening ground so one type of softening the ground is in order to make uh, the 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 olive tree better the other one is in order to um sort of if there were like splits or cracks or whatever so then the 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 soft ground i guess would fill it up so also you're not allowed to and make a tree better on Shemitah You got to kind of let it Leave it alone But to fill in cracks Where it would actually get You know harm So that would be um, So that would be permitted All right Fine What do you want me to tell you? It might we was stated A fellow who plows On Shemitah All right So machlokas Yochanan <laughs> so one opinion is that we whip him. He gets Malchus, we whip him. And the other is that uh, we don't whip him. We find something else to keep us busy. And let's say that Rabbi Yochan and Rabbi are arguing based on the uh, sort of uh, approach of Rabbi Oven on that says. Friends, did you hear what just happened? Who can tell me what a klal ufrat uklal is? Uh klal ufrat uklal is basically when you have a general rule, a specific rule, followed again by a general rule. So, for example, Shabbos Shabbosu niel oaret. Right. What, 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 what does the puzzle say? Um, It should be a year of rest for the land So that's a cloud That's sort of a general rule There's no specifics there Other than the fact that you gotta rest It's kind of general Now we start going into specifics There's a lot of details over there Right? what what what, what do we said don't don't seed don't prune don't harvest right those are specific things and then it says it should be a, a year of rest so we see that first we talk about rest and then we give it into specific details and then once again we talk about rest so that's what's called the klalul farul a general a general rule followed by specific rules followed by general rule so rab Ovin wants to say that when you you have a general rule, Rabbi Ovain <coughs> um, wants to say that when you have a general rule followed by a specific rule, but the general rule is a positive commandment, such as Shabbos Shabboson Yelarets, and then followed by the specifics which are negative command, commandments, which is like Sod Lo Sizra. I keep on forgetting what it is. lo-Sizra, Chaim Those are low sizes. Don't do this. Don't do that. So says. Whenever you have a um, a general rule that is um, that is a positive commandment, such as over here, Shabbos Shabbos and followed by Ufad Saise, followed by a specific rule which is a negative commandment, such as over here, Right don't do this. Ain done also Bechalu Fadu We don't treat it as a Klal what does that mean? So how does this stuff work? So a, what's a Klalufrat? A Klalufrat is a general rule followed by a specific rule. And the way that works is that general rules, of course, include everything. Right? Shabbos, 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 it should be a year of rest that implies all sorts of rest. But then we start listing specific things, right? etc. So now we start getting to specific. So if it would stop right there. We would have what's called a klalufrat, a general rule followed by a specific rule. And in that case, the general rule is limited entirely to the specifics. So klalufrat means that you start out with a general rule, Shabbos, Shabbos and it should be a year of rest. But then we give specific examples, Sad Cham Khala Sizmor. So that means that it's only limited to seeding your field and pruning your 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 vineyard and also you know harvest right said them. Um, Harvesting your, your, your grain and, and your grapes. So it would be entirely limited to those things that are listed. However, it's followed once again by Another Klal, another general rule. So this is not just a Klalu Fadu, it's a Klalu Fadu Klal. It's a general rule followed by a specific rule followed once again by a general rule. So what happens is in this case, when there's another general rule, it's saying that it's not only those specific things that were mentioned, right? those details that were mentioned, but anything similar to them. So whereas if you would only have a general rule, so that would include absolutely everything. When it's followed by specifics, that means that the general rule is limited entirely to those specific examples but if it's followed once again by a general rule so then it opens up those specific examples to say that well it's not just those specific examples but anything similar to those specific examples so somewhere in the mid in the middle right like general the first claw kind of includes everything the specifics kind of limit it to the specifics but if it's followed by another general rule so that kind of like creates like a middle kind of space where it includes not absolutely everything but anything similar to those details so now, um, you know, if we say that the point of plowing is in order to um, sort of improve the field, so then if we have a klal ufrat uklal, and we say that included in this general rule is anything similar to the specifics, so then I would include harvesting. I would include Horish, and say that you're not allowed to harvest on shemitah. And if you do, you get whipped. So, so, so there you go. So, let's start again. Itmar was stated, Achorish Ba'ashvih is somebody who plows on Shemitah. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Lozwev. Machlokas, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Lozwev. Chad Omer loke, eno loke. One of them says that the fellow is going to get Malkus for... Um, he's going to whip him because he plowed on Shemitah. And the other one says, no, we don't whip him. So, so let's say that there are Machlokas about whether we whip a fellow who, who, who plows on, on, on Shemitah, Let's say that, 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 this machlokas is based on, eh, reb'alvin amr reb'ilah. Dom reb'alvin amr reb'ilah. Chomakom shnem a clout be'esse, you fight below sai se, that whenever you have a general rule that's a positive commandment and specifics that are a negative commandment ain't done And also, bah clout fadu well then, you know, you you can't say klal faru In order to say klal ufaru and to say that the second uh, general rule is coming to include anything similar to the specifics, you have to have either all ases or all Lota but not klal uh, with an asay and a part with a asay. So the man the amr who says that we whip the fellow, so clearly he's saying that uh, things that are similar to seeding and pruning are also not allowed i.e that we treat it as a of uklal, which means that he does not hold a abillo who says that since the the is is positive and the prod is negative ribillo would say that oveno would, would say that you can't use it as a of uklal. but uh, if you say that you get malkas, it sounds like we're including it as a qualifido clause um okay fine so, the one who says that you get malk was lay slay oven om rebila. Madomre eno And the opinion who says that we do not whip the fellow is slay of oven. He holds of rib oven. And because he holds of rib oven, so then it's, it's, um, not a klal ufrat uklal. And therefore, we do not include, uh, uh malk, uh, uh, plowing. And therefore, you would not, uh, he, the fellow would not get whipped. All right. Fine. So the Gemara says, low, no. Now, nobody holds like above an umrabila. Nobody holds like above an umrabila. And, uh, therefore, even though the klal is a positive commandment and the prat is a negative commandment, it doesn't matter. It's a klal ufrat and therefore we include anything similar, uh, to seeding, i.e., we would include malchus. We, we would include, uh, um, uh plowing that you would get malchus. So, manda shoppings loke, shoppings. according to the opinion, who says that right that uh, you get malk, I don't know what I said a minute ago, but basically we include plowing in the things that are not allowed on Shemitah, and therefore, according to the opinion, who says that you get whipped if you plow, so it makes sense, because plowing is one of the things you're not allowed to do. manda omr according to the opinion that you do not get whipped for uh, plowing, omr He'll say to you, like we said earlier, that, um uh, pruning is included in seeding and, uh, harvesting grapes is included in harvesting olives, uh, uh, harvesting uh, grain. So, how come then the Torah went out of its way to mention pruning and harvesting grapes? So, the Maimar to say, Ahane, uh, to say the uh, Ahani Tolados Hudi Atolada Achrinu Lom That is Davka Chayev for these Tolados of uh, Pruning and Of uh, harvesting grapes But not any other Tolados And therefore um, And therefore um, uh, And therefore what? Who could tell me? And therefore uh, He wouldn't be Chayev Malkus Right, so therefore if you if you even if you plough, which you're not allowed to do, but you would not be chayev of um, for that. Alright, what do I want me to tell you? Vilo, you wouldn't be chai of uh, Malchus. Wouldn't be also. Vilatani, but we learned in a as we learned earlier. Sod cholosizo, chimholosismur, but right, do not seed your field, do not um, um prune your vineyard, and the elaseru all I know is that I'm not allowed to seed, I'm not allowed to prune. How do I know that I'm also not allowed to soften the land, uh, the ground by the grapevines, or to soften the ground by um, uh, olives, and mowing the lawn? Not your field, not your vineyard. None of the uh, malachas, um, the activities in your field. None of the activities in your vineyard. How do we know that we don't um, uh, prune by ch- uh, trees, and how do we know that we do not um, um, get rid of? like uh, good branches and bad branches, because there are too many of them, and we don't sort of um, uh, support a shvach tree. Not your field, not your vineyard. None of the um, uh, activities that you do in your field, none of the activities that you do in your vineyard. How do I know that we do not, Um, 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 uh, Fertilize the field We don't uh, What was it We don't like um, Get uh, get rid of any uh, Stones and stuff We don't kind of Burn stuff That the smoke will kill Like bugs Um, Not your field Not your vineyard You're not allowed to do any of the malacha in your field, now you're not you're not allowed to do any of the malacha in your vineyard. is you shouldn't um soften the land under uh olives, you shouldn't soften the land under uh grapes, you can't fill up any of these cracks, these splits with water, and you shouldn't make like these uh, uh, water hole things around and um, grapes. It says, do not seed your field, zriya B'chal Oiso. zriya seeding was included in sort of the general rule of that, you know, let the land rest. how come seeding specifically was mentioned? To compare to it, Just like seeding is something that you do both in a field and in a vineyard. Also, um, any uh, work that you do right, The only things you're going to be high for Are the things that you do both in um, Your field and your vineyard So we see from here that it's not uh, Just the tolados of Pruning and of harvesting grapes That you're high for You are high uh, for anything that is Done in your uh, um, 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 uh, Field and Your vineyard So how come then we're saying That you're only chayav for the tolados of uh, pruning and for harvesting grapes, so ba'ama. This b'raisa uh, that is saying that you that all you for all of these tolados. That's really just And These psukim are just like asmachtos things that the rabbis relied upon, but they're not actually midoraisa. Says the gemara, Rivdimi omar. Oh, so when Rivdimi came from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel, he said. Yachol, Yilaka <laughs> ala Tosvis, Vinosav la Tamud Alright? So, uh, when Rav came from Ritesh Israel to Bavil, he said, Look, that he heard something about will you be Chayav for Tosvis, for, for adding on something, Vinosav la Tamud and the answer is no, you're going to be Pater, Veloya Daina, my Tamud, my Pater, what? Veloya Daina, my Tamud, my Tosefes. He says, he doesn't know exactly, like, what this means. Meaning, Rav Dimi came from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel. He said that, um, apparently, there was a question about if you should be malchus for some kind of a tosefis, some kind of adding on to something. And the answer is no. He doesn't know what they're talking about. So, Reb Omar. So, says, Charisha. So, says, what's this tosefis? <coughs> this tosefis, this addition, he's talking about plowing. That Kilu, of course... Plowing was not one of those specific uh, things that were listed, right? We mentioned seeding, we mentioned pruning. Plowing was not mentioned. We added it through the klal ufar uklal. And this is what Rav Dimi kilu. He heard about this addition, and he it's potter. He doesn't know what it's talking about. This is what it means. Is it possible that you'll be chai malkis for ploughing, which is one of those things that are additionally not done on Shvi on Shhmita that we learn out through the Klaulfaruchlaw? The Asimukla Rukhlaw, the Nosavleta And we say, no, Yutaka Potter, you will not be Chaiv malkis for plowing, the kolani prate lomali. Because if you're Chaiv malkis for plowing, then what's the point of specifying uh, pruning and uh, harvesting grapes. What was the point of specifying those if you're going to be hive Malchus even for plowing? Which wasn't specified. So therefore the point is that no, but specifically by those things you can be hive Malchus for, but not by plowing. Rabbi <speaking> Yochanan <in Hebrew> says that when we talk about the addition, we're talking about the days that they added onto Shemitah. Of course, Shemitah is just the seventh year. However, they added on that already prior to the seventh year, you stop, uh, you know, uh, working your fields. Um so, Rabbi Amr, Yom Hashanah. That it's the days that the rabbis added prior to Rosh Hashanah of Shmita that already you stopped working your field. And this is how to understand what Rav Dimi was, um sort of, the quandary of, 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 of Rav Dimi. Yilaka Altosvis Rosh Hashanah. Is it possible that you'll get Malkus if you violate the addition to Rosh Hashanah, to the addition to Shmita? That, already for prior to Shmita beginning, prior to the beginning of Shemitah already you stop doing, uh, you stop working the field. But is it possible that if you work the field prior to Rosh Hashanah of Shemitah, you will we we will uh, whip you? So the Asmi which we learn out. From Bachar tishbos, as we're going to see later on on the page, that basically, from Bachar Shavakot tishbos, that is how we learn out, and again, we're going to learn it on later on the page, that is how we learn out that, um, you already prior to when Shmita starts, already from before then, you stop working the fields. And the, um, and, and, and the answer is no. You will not be chayav malchus, and if you work your field prior to, uh, Rosh Hashanah of Shemitah. As we are going to learn out a little bit later. Mayom Rosh Hashanah. What are these days prior to Rosh Hashanah that we do not work the field? Because it's not, as we learn in a Mishnah, until what point, can you plow in a, uh, a field of trees prior to, right, on the Irish Shvius, on the Eve of Shvius, of Shemitah? Beshame Kozman Shi'afilapri. Beshame says, as long as it's good for the fruit. Once it's no longer good for the fruit, then you have to stop plowing. Besil Ad says, until, you could, you could plow until, uh, uh Shvuus. And they're very similar to each other. Becila and Beishame's opinion are very similar, very close. And what about a wheat field? Until what point can you plow a wheat field on Erev Shvius? So, until uh, it stops raining. Once it stops raining, then you can no longer plow the wheat field. And as long as people are still plowing, for in, in order to plant uh, squashes and gourds, all right, fine, that sounds nice. So Reb Shimon Omer says Reb Shimon Imkain. But one second, if we're saying that the that the time that you can um, um, plow your 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 wheat fields are as long as people are plowing for squashes and gourds, well, that's a sort of subjective time. Right, or Right, everyone has sort of a separate time about when they're going right, you know, it's kind of a subjective time of when people plough their fields for squashes and gourds. So rather when it comes to weed, ad ha pesach, it is until Pesach um, Bsteelon and by Aste um, Elon. By a a a, a field with trees, it is until uh, Shavuos, like Beis Hillel had said. All right, fine. That sounds very nice. It says of Shim Ben Pazi, Ahomer B'Shur Ben Levi. Okay, the name of B'Shur Ben Levi Mishum Ba Kapara. Okay, name Ba Kapara. Okay. R'Av Gamlielu Veizdino. R'Av Gamliel is his his bezd in his court nimnu al. Shnei prakamalalu. They decided about these um, two um, sort of uh, periods by the stay halavon and the stay um, halilon, uh, right? Which we said are Pesach and Shavuos, respectively. So uvitlu and he he was right? That right right that that we saw a few minutes ago. The Reb Shimon had said that uh, when it comes to the um, um, uh, wheat field and when it comes to the tree fields, so so you you got to stop working them already from Pesach or from Shavuos. But says of Shimon ben Menashe, um, I'm sorry, says, says of Shimon ben Pazi, the Rebbe Gamliel and his bezdin, they decided that no, this whole you know having to stop before Pesach or Shavuos, forget about it says Tabo. Some say it's How could um, 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 uh, Rambam and his bezdin be mevatel what Beis and said about having to stop working your field from Pesach and from Shavuos? But we Mishnah, That we learn in the Mishnah. Let's read it again. One court is unable to nullify that which a different court established. Unless you have to be greater in both wisdom and in. Number. And it's, you know, the assumption is that Arim Gamliel and his court was not as great as Hillel and Shama in their court. Right? Arim Gamliel was a, what, a great, great grandson of Hillel? I mean, you know, Hillel was one of the Zugis. Gamliel was already, you know, at the end of the Beis Amikdash, a little bit after. So how could it be that Arim Gamliel and his Court decided that even though Bisham and Basil said that uh, you have to stop working the fields Shavuot time Pesach time based on if it is a Steilov Steilon, but how you know how could Rambam Gamliel decide that that's null and void if you know the assumption is he wasn't quite on the level of Bisham and Basil. So So whether it's Rabbah, whether it's a Yochanan, he was quiet for for a minute or for a certain amount of time. Omar um, and then he replied, Amor kachisnu bened. So I'll say that, well, this was how Hillel and Shameh set it up. That when they said that, right, that when Basil and Shammai said that you already have to stop working the fields from Pesach, from Shivuis, this was what, right, they, they baked into that, that if anybody at a later point wants to say, you know what, forget it, it's null and void, you can continue working even after pesach and Shavuos. then they're allowed to so therefore ramon Re- Re- gondelo wasn't undoing what beila and bechama said beila and bechama themselves sort of worked in this, this condition into their Gezerah that anybody would anybody would be able to be mivtlet in the future but then fact the gemara one second but did we did we but one second even that which um, B'sham and B'shill are saying That you have to stop working the fields Earlier from already Shavuos from Pesach So they're not making that up It's I think the third time we're seeing This uh, Bryce already that, the, that when you have Ten saplings in a field And they're young saplings so you're allowed to plow the entire field if it's you know ten uh, ten of these saplings in a an a, a, area the size of a base saw so you could plow the field all the way up to shemitah up until Shemitah Aroba as well as you know surrounding the Mizbeach uh, with the Arovis and Sukkis and the Nisuchamayim the water libations on Sukkis Halachol Moshe these are all Halachol Moshe Misinai's so so, what do we see? That these ten natios, that these, that these, um, that, right, that these young saplings, you're allowed to, um, uh, plow the field up until Shemitah, but nothing else. I.e., that already from prior to Shemitah, unless you're a young sapling in a, you know, Esso-nitios kind of field, you're already not allowed to be working the field prior to Shemitah. So, it, uh, and Becilel are not making this up. It's Alach L'Moshim Mitznei that already from before Shmita we are not working the field. So Amr Bitzlak says Bitzlak Igemiri Alacho Shloshim Yom Lefnei Rosh Hashanah. Well, the Alach L'Moshim Mitznei is just saying that for thirty days before Rosh Hashanah of Shmita you stop working the land. But then came BeSham and BeSillah me Pesachu Atzeris, and they said already from Pesach and from Atzeris from from Pesach and Shavuos already, you should not be working the land, the Isnu Bididu, but they worked into their sort of halacha, uh, vivatel, and that anybody who wants to, at a later date, undo this, they are allowed to, and therefore, um, Rav Mugamlil and his court were allowed to undo that which Beisham and Basil said, that already you stop working uh, the fields from um, uh, Sukkot and, and, and Shavuos. But now, fact one second. The fact that we bring in Shemitah early is not a moshim. see now, it's tishbos That it says that you have to refrain from plowing and refraining from harvesting. Now, why is it specifying these things? We already know that, um, what does the Postle say? In the context of Shabbos it says that don't uh, plow and don't harvest. The question is why do you have to mention not plowing and not harvesting? We already know you can't do any Malachan Shabbos. Why specify planting and harvesting? So... Rab Akiva says, ain't it's not talking about Shabbos because Shabbos we already says right, you know, don't do any melachos. We don't need to teach that you can't plow and you can't um, uh, uh, harvest. You know, obviously you can't do any melachos on 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 Shabbos. And it's not even talking about Shemitah, because Shemitah already also kind of talks about how you can't do any work of the ground. So what are we learning out from b'charush v'kotzer? So Rubikiva Omra in Sarklomcharshvikatsu Shviez Shaykh Van Sizu says where it says don't seed your field, don't don't prune your 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 vineyard. El Khar Shal Eriv Shvias Shiniknash rather says Rubikiva, what do we learn out from Bakarsh Bukatsu Tishbos? It's talking about the ploughing of Ari Sh and the harvesting on Motsai Shviz, the ploughing of Shviez. Uh, of 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 Erev Shviz, that we don't plow the fields already once it's no longer for the sixth year but going to be for the next year, and also after Schmita is over any uh, harvest from <coughs> Shemitah right uh, meaning if you're harvesting things that grow on Shemitah so you have to treat them as schmita as well i e that we add on Shemitah before Shemitah starts and after Shemitah starts um Rabbi Yishmael so, that, no, actually, this possible, becharsh, bechatsir, tishbos, keep it in the same context. It's talking about Shabbos, that you don't, um uh, plow and you don't harvest on Shabbos. So, macharsh, av And what we learn out from there is just like plowing is optional, you never have an obligation to plow. There's no, there's no mitzvah in the Torah where you have an obligation to plow for it. So, av katsir, So, Therefore, what's not allowed on Shabbos is, um, uh, harvesting that is volitional harvesting. Yotzek, Omer, she Mitzvah, to the exclusion of, um, harvesting the Omer, the barley for the Corbin Omer on the second day of Pesach, that is actually a Mitzvah, and that is actually then Doche, Shabbos. So, nu, so, so, what do we see? So we see that according to be Akiva, so, so, the, we learn out from Apostle, of of uh, of b'charush of tishbos that already from erev Shemitah you 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 have to stop plowing and Amotsoi shmita you you know you can't harvest things that grew on shmita, so so we see from psukim that b'charush of tishbos we learn out from there that we add on to Shemitah uh, so it's not a lemosh sinai so amevnachem by yitzlak says ki that what we need the alachl Moshe Sinai for is to teach the essence, and the teos that when you have ten saplings in this area the size of a saw, so, so we say that, um, so by these young, uh, uh, trees, these young saplings, you'll be allowed to plow up until Rosh Hashanah, up until Shemitah starts. Kroi, and what we learn out from the Pesukim is the mesar is to, um, Say that uh, older trees are not allowed to. Uh, you can't work. You know, you can't plow the fields already starting from before Shemitah. So the Alcham Moshe is saying that the young saplings you are allowed to um, plow up. You know, or just up until shmita. And um, the pasuk that Brachar is teaching us that older trees you have to stop uh, plowing and working already from before. Shemitah Now, affect the but one second, I don't understand. If we're saying that the Alachu is to say that specifically saplings, you're allowed to plow the field until Moshishane, um, until until Shemitah begins. Well, then doesn't that imply, you know, automatically imply that older trees you would not be allowed to um, um, plow? So why do I need the pasuk to tell me that? I can know it from the inference of the Allah HaLemosh HaMessinai Alelch HaSele Rabbi Shmuel Kraler Rabbi Akiva So rather, the Allah HaLemosh HaMessinai is for Rabbi Shmuel because according to Rabbi Shmuel B'Kharish HaVakatsir Tishbos is talking about Shabbos, the of Shabbos and how does he know they have to add on to Shemitah? Well, that's from the Allah HaLemosh HaMessinai but according to Rabbi Akiva it doesn't need the Allah HaLemosh HaMessinai because he has B'Kharish HaVakatsir Tishbos to say that you add on to Shemitah Friends, that was daf gimel, Masechta moed I think mestaqa, a very interesting daf. We saw a, another way how to, under, how to answer the question of how could you irrigate a base on shmita. We saw yesterday the opinion of Abai, well, it's going to Rebbe who says that shmita nowadays is only mitra abanon, so you'd be allowed to irrigate the base so you don't lose out. And then we saw the opinion of Ravah who says that no, it could even be according to the uh, rabbis, meaning Abai said it was the opinion of Rebbe, Rava says that it's the opinion of the rabbis that even though they say Shemitah nowadays is midaraisa, but what's not allowed is um, ovos, sort of the parent Malachos, but the Tolados would be allowed, and therefore um, that's why you'd be allowed to uh, water the irrigate the base Ashlochen. And then we got into the interesting question of what happens if you plow on Shemitah. What's interesting about plowing is that it's not specific, it's not specified in the Torah that plowing is not allowed in Shemitah, but it is learned through Klaal Ufrat Uchlaal. And that sort of, you know, that we learn out that uh, plowing is not allowed because anything similar to sort of, you know, seeding and pruning and harvesting is not allowed. And, and therefore that comes to include plowing as well. And the question is, what happens if you plow? Do we whip you or not. One opinion says, yes, we whip you. The other one says, no, we don't whip you. And the question is um, how do we learn that out? So first we suggested that, well maybe it's like um, 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 that in this case we wouldn't actually say because the is a positive commandment, the is a negative commandment. So uh, we wanted to suggest that maybe the difference about whether you get malchus is whether we can treat and um, uh, plowing as a faru and then we said no. We said everyone agrees that it is a proper of faru and that's why the opinion says that you get malchus. Says because it's included in the cloud faru klal. The opinion says you don't get malchus is because the pasuk specifies, um, you know, like pruning and and harvesting, that only those things you get malchus for, but nothing else, not harvesting. And then we learned about um, adding on from uh, Shemitah in, you know, for, to to the year prior, we learned that there's a, um uh, uh, like wheat fields and uh, tree fields. That um, tree fields already you stop working at uh, Shemitah and wheat fields you stop working at uh, pesach. And then we saw an intro, a, a machlokus between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shmuel that we've seen in the past about what do you learn out from B'har Tishbos. Because that Pasuk isn't necessary. According to Rabbi Akiva. It teaches that you have to add on. From. Um, 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 you know. Pre Shemitah. And also after Shemitah. With this harvesting. Things that were grown on Shemitah. That's what we learn out from. And um, Rabbi Shema learns it out. In the context of um, um, Shabbos. And what he learns out. And the way that he learns out. Rabbi Shema learns out. That you're not allowed to work the field already. Prior to um Shemitah is from Elachol al Misina that the ten, you know, these ten saplings in a field, you're allowed to plow them up until, um Shemitah begins, but not other things. Friends, that was the Fkimo of the Hope you enjoyed. Peace out.